0: Welcome, everybody, to the That Kind of Nerd podcast. I am CJ Mellon. I am Brian Thornton. And
1: I am Josh Burns.
0: Welcome to our show. Today's episode of the That Kind of Nerd podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 180,000 audiobooks for you to choose from that work on iPhone, Android, or even just a plain old MP3 player. This week, Brian has his recommendation of book for you.
2: Yes, uh, this week's uh, recommendation on Audible is You're Never Weird on the Internet, Almost, by Felicia Day. Uh, also narrated by Felicia Day with a forward uh, narrated by Joss Whedon. Uh, this is a story of everybody's favorite gamer girl, the, the queen of the nerds on the internet and her rise to fame, starting as a being a quirky little homeschooled uh, southerner to the the internet famous uh, guild leader that she is today. So, anybody who's a huge fan of, of nerdism and a huge fan of, of Felicia Days in general, I highly recommend we uh, check this out. So, you can absolutely download this by going to www.audibletrial.com that kind of nerd. That's www.audibletrial.com/ that kind of nerd. And not only will you get a free 30day trial, but you can get a free book and download our uh, pick of the week. You're never weird on the internet almost.
0: All right, thanks, Brian. No problem, okay. CJ. So let's let's get to our first topic because I want to get it right off the bat. Uh, and it's there's some some different information, some new information on the Star Wars saga, and and in more particular, the Star Wars expanded universe. Don so done. sorry. So let's start off with the thing that let's just get this out of the way. They released a whole eight extra seconds of extra oh footage my for God.
2: the. Eight extra seconds.
0: It's just basically confirming stuff that we already knew. That um. You know, now I know have- everything i'm sorry i'm gonna be really smart ass about this i know you were i just listen to a <laughs> second just shows another lightsaber and it's just pretty much about it it shows that you have a good character coming down hang
2: on hang on hang on because i didn't see the footage let me guess is it blue
0: yeah it's blue it's oh, blue. okay
2: it was either blue or green uh or, or red because only favorite, one person
0: can have purple my favorite meme is the uh uh obi-wan giving luke uh, the lightsaber goes. oh, that was your father. He murdered hundreds of children with it. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Terrible. I just, anyway, had to bring it see. up. There's some, a little extra footage. It's Pro- proceed, not crazy.
1: <laughs> oh, what did we learn? Like, what new? Have, what what new information have we learned? Well, what was Nothing. the character?
0: What's the character's name? I, uh, I don't know. John Rutabaga. Um right. John Boyega. John Boyega. Thank you. I'm terrible with names. Uh, we get the impression that he's a Jedi. He's a good Jedi. The uh, guy
2: who is in the Stormtrooper outfit at the beginning of the trailer, who's like breathing all asthmatically, and uh, in the desert, he has a lightsaber.
0: Yeah. And, and we've seen the scope of the Empire's forces, essentially, too. There's also some amazing... So this is actually really cool. The Star Wars Facebook page uh, released... a. Uh, is that really a, cool? It's just kind of funny. Well, no, the armor's cool. It it released yeah. uh, uh, Captain uh, is it Captain Phasm. Phasma Phasm? Phasma Phasma. You're right, uh, it's Phasma, which is the actress from um, Game of Thrones who played of Tarth. Uh, they have her in her armor, and what's funny is that the the internet kind of well, some of the internet went There's on the one official Facebook on page, the internet. Yeah, put out a post like, I don't know. Uh, we have a girl in uh, some armor and it doesn't look very feminine. And the best part is the official Star Wars Facebook page goes, it's armor. It's not supposed to look feminine. And it's like shut this guy down, uh, which I thought was hilariously funny. And it was just the fact that, it you know, we, we, it's not sexism that armor doesn't have to look feminine. It's the fact that it's, you know, freaking armor. And the fact it's that it's, supposed ma- it's meant to protect, to protect you.
1: you from being injured, <laughs> right? Because and when you are
0: fighting, uh, you know, other stormtroopers and they miss you, um, and it's just it's so funny that people are just like, I don't mean to sound you know sexist or anything, but you know, how come it's not feminine armor? And just the fact that Disney's official Star Wars Facebook page would just tell a fan, "What the hell are you thinking?"
1: As we get closer, there is more and more Star Wars information and, and propaganda that, that's hitting the internet, and that <clears throat> I read a couple things this week. Uh, the and probably both both of these on Imager. The first was a uh, a few notes on how the stormtroopers weren't at all bad shots, right? They deliberately missed to carry out Darth Vader's scheme, right? And that it was a pretty cool theory. Um, you know, obviously they. Uh, obi-wan remarked about the fantastic marksmanship of of stormtroopers and you know they're they're taking people out pretty much at will when they want um but all of a sudden you get on board the, the death, death star, star I mean. and they can't they can't hit anything <laughs> right because that's where they that's where they want you so they you know what i mean so can that the seem- fire go ahead please hmm? go ahead the, no their, their their fire is just pinning you into the direction they want you to go and that's all it is it's it's a cool theory the second thing that I saw on imager was a, a pretty comprehensive list uh, about the history of the Sith lords back before the rule of two um, and it was a it, it was again pretty comprehensive um, there's a lot of cool information in there about the development the evolution of the Sith um, and I'd recommend you give it a give it a look if you're interested in that sort of thing obviously all we really get is the story of the jedi you don't ever really get into the sith unless you start reading the expanded universe and i think that the story of the sith is way more interesting than the jedi story i found that so hard to believe josh it's look and again it's not about good versus evil it's about balance right Yeah. so no you're right it well, I mean, and I think the reason we're, we're, we're
2: talking about this is because Disney just did their D23 Expo um, about a week ago. And this is a really the first time where they just were able to do a lot more than just, hey, here's a whole bunch of animated stuff that we're doing because uh, now they have Marvel and now they have Star Wars. So they showed a whole bunch of Marvel stuff, Captain America Civil War stuff, um, and they showed a lot of Star Wars stuff. Uh, they they talked about their plans for the oncoming years. They they're going to be releasing a Star Wars movie every year, either an offshoot, a Which prequel, awesome. a part of the canon, whatever. So the, the
1: but for the, like the next twenty years, or, they, or what?
2: I, I don't remember the exact timeline of how many years they have planned. So two
0: thousand nineteen, right now they have it
2: planned So two thousand nineteen. But um, so the next so one. No, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Are you do including? To so you're about talking
1: the about they're, they're doing one at Christmas, right? So that be including five. This movies. one at Christmas,
2: they'll That's be five doing movies. yeah. Um, and then then the next one next year you're going to see Star Wars Rogue One, um, which they released. Uh, they showed the cast. They released a pretty uh, sweet photo of the cast. This is going to be the story of the people who went and got the plans for the Death Star that Leia uploads into R two in Episode Four. So it's all going to be like a heist mission in space, which sounds awesome. And I know yeah. more about this movie than I do about the one coming out in <laughs> December.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. on, on the same. Uh, okay, so since you since you brought that up, uh, we were talking about the Facebook page. Someone posted Wait, Rogue on the- One or the visual- fact that I know nothing about Force Awakens. The fact you know nothing about the Force Awakens. So here, here's what someone said: oh, okay. Eagles, I, I, "I I I have to ask." When can we expect another full trailer? The teaser you gave us on Instagram only made us want more, and the official Star Wars Facebook page replied, "You may ask, we won't answer."
1: Oh, <laughs> poor just, and CJ's just thaw 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 so
0: funny. I'm okay with it. So, 2015, we're going to have the Force, uh, the Force Awakens. 2016, we're going to have Rogue One. 2017, we're going to have Episode uh, Eight. Uh, then 2018 Star Wars Story. Did you read what that was, Brian? I like, um, That was the only one I missed.
2: It, it, I, I don't know. I think that might just be a working title. I don't know if maybe that's for the Han Solo prequel or the Boba Fett prequel they've been talking about and thrown around. Yeah, I think it's it. just a working title right now.
0: And then uh, 2019. Jesus. Uh, that's going to be episode nine. So... That's, a, that's fun, exciting stuff to see that the Star Wars franchise has a lot of things going forward. That's kind of Marvel-esque. Well, what's exciting is that we've had this expansive universe since
2: 1977. We've only discovered recently since Marvel said, hey, it's viable to do these expanded universes in movies. And it makes sense and it works that we, we can actually explore this. I think it's awesome. I think it's going to be really cool to see what they do with it. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not they market it. That's, that's all I'm wondering.
1: The expanded universe, though, has a lot of the some of the same characteristics as the comic book universe, where certain storylines just aren't acknowledged by others. So it's they're going to have to be careful if, if they're going down that rabbit hole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and in that
2: same vein, though, Lucasfilm and Lucas Arts in general has been pretty, pretty close to their source material uh i I would say probably the only exception is maybe some of the novels to that a lot of that stuff has to get approved by lucas as a company before it gets released and if they if they do anything or say anything that's not in his vision they don't let it go through in fact i just read a story where um they had to change the variant issue of a comic book that that dark horse was about to release uh because it, it didn't fit in their vision and they just they had to scrap the entire thing and reprint it so nice. I mean, they, they I, have their fingers all over everything.
0: I feel like I have more faith in this part now that it's it's not so much Lucas in control that it's it's Disney, you know, kind of at the helm because the prequels really kind of didn't give anybody any kind of hope. And I feel like seeing a long list of Star Wars movie now, knowing that Disney's at the helm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with the path that this is going to go down.
2: Well, I and, don't see and, a, I don't
0: see a bad movie in that lineup. That everything looks like it's And if you had like to pick cool.
2: anybody for your starting lineup, JJ Abrams is the guy you yeah. want coming out the gate with with that stuff. I'm
0: looking so. at the cast of Rogue One and it's impressive. I mean, like really imp- a lot of faces that you know, maybe not names that you know, but when you see him like, "Oh, I know that guy." I mean, like Forrest Whitaker's in there and you've got a, a whole bunch of other people.
2: Right. Was phenomenal. And 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 you look at those faces and know that they're all going to die because many people <laughs> died getting those plans. Right. Many.
0: And a lot of innocent stormtroopers died on that Death Star. They had families, you know, families. Don't no get one Randall cares about started. The <laughs> I love anyone who cause who when you go to a, any convention and if someone shows up as a stormtrooper, they usually have a stormtrooper kid, and that usually that kid has a sign that says, "My parents died on the Death Star," <laughs> just something just to make you laugh. I always think that's clever. Lovely Ad- advertising. Being an orphan is clever. Yeah, absolutely. You, I think you it got is. A, you got
2: a messed up sense of
0: everything. I thought Annie was hilarious. Is that not <laughs> supposed to be the the outcome I had of that film? No, it's a hard, okay, it's a hard life, life for a
1: stormtrooper. All right, that's all right. I see whatever you say. Zoe uh, can't get Zoe couldn't get her head wrapped around that. She was, where are her parents? What is <laughs> happening? She just doesn't understand. This like why? Why is she just walking around singing? And where are her parents? Uh, so I she thought that She needs was a fun. better
0: jacket. It's New York. It's cold. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh
1: man, I would have loved to been in that car. Did
0: you have to explain to her that, or you just no? I just laughed.
1: I just laughed and said, "You know what? You're right. It doesn't make sense. Let's turn this crap off."
0: (laughs) Oh well, but uh, listen anyway. I think the 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 fate of the Star Wars saga is in good hands. I you know, I think Tom Baker even said he's going to be involved in one of the the movies. Uh, he he played the uh, fourth Doctor. And Doctor Who—that's pretty cool. I think he's a Tom voice Baker actor for that. Tom said
1: he was going to be involved in this in in this new Star Wars thing. He said could be the video games, could be the animated series, could be anything.
0: That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah, even if he does voice acting, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Because <laughs> you know, eventually someone's going to figure out a way to tie Doctor Who and Star Wars together, and that'll just make me like go. Then that would be another fan crazy. theory we can talk about. Exactly. Are you kidding speaking me? That's of, a uh, that's a whole show right there. Speaking the of Doctor fan Who.
2: theories and, and theories in general, D twenty three also officially announced Incredibles two, Finding Nemo two, Cars three, uh, for their their next three films as well, which I am super so, excited. So John for Negroni, you got some work to do on your Pixar theory. Finding
1: Nemo two.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's all about Dory. Well, it's not Finding Nemo two. It's I thought Dory Finding was Dory. all about Dory. It's Finding Dory. Oh, okay, that that's all right. Dory somehow gets lost. I'm sure because of her impeccable memory.
1: That's I'm I'm not I'm just I'm gonna have to like get a lot more depth 2. on that.
2: That the point of that is Incredibles two, Josh. Yeah,
0: the, I no Incredibles two is oh I is can't is wait going to be amazing. It, dare I say it's incredible? No, no, you dare not no, say no. that. I dare not say that. How dare I? Car, think that and
1: I, I know I know you didn't like Cars two. I did. Um, so, Cars Three is interesting. I never liked the Cars franchise. They're just, Why? They're entertaining. The they're one. fun. The first one's good.
0: The second one is, is the one I have troubles with. Why? Uh, to, to me, Cars opened the world for planes, and that's that's Cars' fault.
1: Okay, but it's
0: Cars and Larry cars the Cable was, Guy.
1: Cars was good. Yeah, I'm not
0: saying it was it, bad. It just, it's just like funny. I'm not like when I race out to grab Pixar movies like, yo, we should watch a Pixar movie. I'm not going cars. I like I'll go Ratatouille well, over cars. No.
1: Well, that don't say it like that. Ratatouille was awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> cars so that's not, cars like, on the that's bottom not of the a good,
1: That's not like I would go Finding Nemo over. No, I wouldn't. I would watch Cars over Finding Nemo every day. What do you got against Finding Nemo? I don't know. It's I just didn't like it. You gotta just keep swimming. It, it's That and then that and then the whole thing about he's already dead. He he, he connects as a as a father. Like I, I'm sure it's just
2: like oh, this is a horrible father. Like I would never let this happen to my kid. Well, not.
1: I mean, the thing is the the whole story. Right. The the fan theory is that the, the Nemo's dead. He's already yeah. That's gone.
2: another fan theory.
1: That's so. But, but don't watch the movie with that perspective. And then it's well, already- I now I can't watch it with any other perspective. You should I'm just rude. stay away so from So I could like really sometimes. poison
0: a movie experience for you, couldn't I? I could just be like, hey, I have a theory that, you know, did you read the Friends theory about Phoebe? Oh, oh so God. awful. Where that basically it's, I, now, now, I to, now I have to, now I have to give credit to this and actually tell the theory a little bit. Basically. No,
2: I can read the theory verbatim. Oh, just, do you? Oh, please go ahead. I can just oh, pull, you. Up, pull it up if you give me two minutes here. Two
0: minutes, oh, Josh not, Filler, play me off. it seems like a lot of time, and
1: and you don't need that. You don't need to pull it up because I I read the thing, and the whole story is told from the perspective of Phoebe as a meth addicted, crazy homeless person staring into the window of Central Perk at these other characters uh, who are, she's inventing their personalities and their relationships that they're just they're just random people. They're just a bunch of randos that she's inventing this story. The fountain in the beginning of the 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 uh, opening credits is is basically where she sleeps. Um and it's just a very so leave it to some some guy with too much
2: time on Twitter. So he posted this on Twitter. I and I have it in front of me here so I can read it verbatim so everybody can then cry later. So he he posted here, I'd have end, I'd have ended Friends by revealing it was all the meth-addled fantasy of a homeless Phoebe as she stared through the window of Central Perk. Every kooky side, every episode she made, everything about her, every instance of how much an outsider she was, it all makes sense. All ten seasons were merely her fevered imagination projecting herself into the lives of the other five. All she ever wanted was Friends. The final scene would be Phoebe walking away from Central Perk with the Ross, Rachel, Joey, Chandler, Monica characters making a reference to the crazy lady who always stares at us. They all have different names and personalities. Phoebe walks past a furniture store and catches her reflection in a mirror placed in the window. The name of the store is Ursula. And then finally she returns to the park where she sleeps in front of the fountain. A broken lamp stands next to her bench. It starts to rain. From behind we see her put up six sturdy but brightly lit colored umbrellas fade to black. And I will give you two seconds to cry and then question
0: your life. What? What? What medication do I need to get this man to get that thought out of your head? <laughs> like what? How can you watch a show like that and be like, "They would not be screwed up if it was all? D- no, why? Why does your brain go right to there?
2: It's depressing. That's, yeah, it's very depressing. The world may never know. So the point is, Josh, some fan theories are not meant to be taken seriously.
1: Doesn't matter whether if- I take it seriously or not. It's there. Wait, like so now you, it's well, in, so in now my head. Like, so
0: now you're going to watch Friends and be like, oh, it's all Phoebe's meth addict. You know,
1: no, fancy. now I'm never going to watch Friends again. I, that's impossible. It's always syndicated. It's literally impossible to say. I will racks. turn the channel. I'm not. You know what? I'm I'm going to say this. I'm not sure the last time I watched TV that wasn't a live sporting event. Well, I mean, at so, this time of the year, you're probably right. So I, I don't I don't want I'm certainly not going to watch Friends when it's on syndication with commercials, like a poor person, I'm not gonna do that, like a, <laughs> like a plebeian with extra commercials, peasant, like a hobo, like I'm, I'm not gonna, like Phoebe, like Phoebe, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do it, I'm just, I'm especially not, especially when it's although on Netflix. I did, although, I did read something about uh, something that followed that, like again, imager, right? Top comments, uh. Ross opens a rival coffee shop across the street called Jurassic Perk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Oh, that would be great. So I'll never watch it again. It's over. Well, speaking of things that people do watch and did watch, uh, and this is the section of the uh, show where Josh will make throw up sounds and uh, have convulsions. Uh, But let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, Because AMC's Fear of the Walking Dead, just so everyone's aware of this, the prequel series to The Walking Dead, uh, premiered on um, Sunday the 23rd uh, to the highest, the highest TV premiere in cable history. Over 10.1 million people watched the premiere of the show. Wow. That's freaking insane. You were a part of that, CJ. Congrats. I was a part of that. It was fantastic. So was so, I, yeah. so I. So we have to apologize, just so everyone can kind of feel this here. We record usually on a Friday or, or Saturday evening. Fear the Walking Dead premiered on a Sunday. We're always going to just be an episode behind, so we're not going to talk about it every week. But um, I, I want to give some initial impressions about this series for people who maybe haven't seen all of The Walking Dead, people who have People who you know kind of want to get into it don't know where to start. Um, I like I like this show a lot. It it takes some time to to get up and running, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, and the the cast is just phenomenal. Uh, and I can't wait to see what comes of this. But I really want to give Brian his two cents because I feel him breathing down my neck right now. So you have I'm not floors. breathing down your neck. I just have a different opinion. I know um, you do, but you listen, have that smug look in your face. so you, It's you not...
2: It. This is just my face. Back That's off. fine. Uh, listen, right, it's not that I didn't enjoy the show. I, I thought it was interesting. Well, I watched the second episode, absolutely. And, and I don't even mind the fact that it was a little slow. I understand this is the beginning of the epidemic that, that is being picked up in the main Walking Dead series. I get that. But my problem is, I'm supposed to feel some sort of attachment to these characters so that when they are threatened by some sort of zombie or undead or some life-threatening situation, I want them to get out of it. I did not feel anything. I, I You say the cast was great. I I didn't feel that. I just, I hated every single character. I hate, just, they, they're they not redeemable to me. They could all turn into zombies episode two, and I just wouldn't care. I, I don't care about them at all. That's my problem with the show. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. It's only six episodes. We'll see if it gets any better. But I just was not that impressed. It, it it's a shame because I really wanted to like it.
0: What I, what I do like about this show is that it does kind of break the traditional like family conventions that you're used to seeing when it comes to shows like this, and you get to see kind of you know yeah yeah you,
2: you got the 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 stepdad who has his son with another wife and he's trying to relate to these two kids and whatever, but. But but not they're, even that. They're all it's,
1: just it's, assholes. They're all just pains in the well, ass. And they're,
0: yes, they're in California. That's about right. My apologies to anyone who is a listener in California. But you know, yeah, you
1: I don't. I haven't found that like <laughs> they're assholes because they're in California hey, is a little ridiculous. CJ,
2: there are assholes everywhere. You're guilty of it sometimes. Anyway, but um, well, when
0: Josh goes to California, isn't that at least one I can get? I'm just kidding. I love you. Ha!
1: So when I'm there, California right. is an At asshole. At least but. has one asshole. I
0: can guarantee you one asshole in California when your presence is there. Wow. Yeah, no,
1: that's true. That's a true story.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I didn't mean that, that like, hey, they're not you know all blood related. I mean, no, it's not like a happy-go-lucky family that then gets thrown upside down and has to deal with chaos. I mean, you start with a guy who's a drug addict waking up in a church whose family hasn't seen him in god knows how long you know and and you're kind of dealing with the fact that this isn't a put-together family and they're gonna either bond after you know but because of what happens or they're going to fall apart and crumble to pieces because of the fall of civilization
1: did it it start with the blue meth or not
0: uh there was no blue meth in this show as of yet and again, the second episode is airing by the time everyone's listened to this. So maybe, who knows? Maybe episode two had blue meth. But so far in episode one, no. Not that we can see.
2: I mm. just, I, I, I don't know if but, I just had really high expectations or whatnot. But,
0: I mean, that entire, all those characters could die. I don't care. Well, so, like, that's the thing I, I don't understand. Because, like, I really gravitated toward Kim's uh, Kim Dixon's character. She's from Deadwood. Uh, yes, Josh. she is from Deadwood. She's um, um What's the? Uh, she was the, also in Sons of Anarchy. She always plays a, prod, a whore, and she, she's, uh, uh, the first time she's the ever one who, her who opens she, her own brothel in season two, which is where I'm at. I can't remember her name, okay, Jenny, something yeah. with a J. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. She was. She's probably, a great character. I think she's. I think she's, I love watching that character.
1: You're she, talking about Joni Stubbs from The Bellas. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay.
0: For all the Deadwood fans out there, all two of you, Sons of Anarchy fans. Yes. But I think her character is fascinating, and, and I, I, I'm thinking that she's the the "quote unquote" Rick-like character. But I don't, I don't know if she will live through this. That's that's my thing. Oh no, they're all gonna die. That's the point of the show. I
2: don't, I don't know. Are they all? I mean, no, they they're all, all gonna, gonna die? die. They're all gonna die. They have to. They have to. They have to die. And the drug addict who got them all into this mess to begin with is going to be the last one standing. That's my prediction.
0: Ain't that ain't that a kick in the face. Um, what's really cool about this and what they've been saying in the trailers, if you've seen any trailers, is that when civilization falls, it falls quickly. And for those of you who maybe aren't you know, religious Walking Dead fans or people who are kind of getting through it right now and you're not all the way, the good part is this. This is a standalone series that you don't have to watch The Walking Dead in order to see. You don't have to be current. You don't have to know the philosophy of it. You can just jump into it and see it. And what's real cool is that this is kind of taking place in the blackout part in the part that we don't see in the original walking dead series. So when Rick is out of it and, and he wakes up to the zombie apocalypse, this is the beginning part of it. And I think that's really interesting because to be honest, if, if you're a subscriber of one day, the zombie apocalypse will happen, which it will. Uh, this is kind of how you have to look at it and say, well, okay, it's going to happen this quickly and here's what to do and what not to do.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. What? The zombie
0: apocalypse will happen one day, John.
1: I, I, I do have something to say about it, but I don't think I can articulate it appropriately, so I'll, I'll let Neil deKras Tyson do it for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to play this for you sure. right now. No, I know exactly
2: you what you're going to play.
1: No, it, it's, it's a universe of microbes. Just wait. Okay. Hey, so is it true that the only way to kill a zombie is to shoot it in the head? John, please. You cannot kill something that's already dead. Without a functioning circulatory system distributing oxygenated blood, a zombie's muscles would succumb to rigor mortis. They they couldn't even stand, let alone walk. And they'd have no desire to eat brains because their fatty tissue would have stopped producing the hormone leptin, which triggers the sensation of hunger in the first place. (laughs) I'm just saying.
2: So not got only sciency on this, not only
1: <laughs> not only will it never, ever happen, but to subscribe to it in any way makes you a goddamn idiot.
2: Well, no. What happens if you subscribe to the theory that it's not that you're not dead, but like it's kind of like rabies for humans, like your brains kind of boiled
1: do you know how quickly rabies kills you? I'm, I'm just like, that's it's, why it's, it's a mutant. It's, not, it's, a it's a strand. It's a
2: mutant strand of. Read listen, the zombie listen. survival handbook because there's there no, stuff so in
1: good. there. Yeah, it's really good. Stop calling them zombies. Fine, <laughs> walkers. They're not. Are you happy? No. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. Uh, the only
0: thing I'll say first off is, uh, uh, yeah, it's fiction, duh. But the second thing is, Mister Mister Tyson, if you subscribe to the Infinite Universe theory there uh, is a universe where zombies exist and we could be in that universe you based know.
1: upon what do dead things walk around the
0: infinite universe theory says that there's a universe where everything has a good there is a universe where you josh are the 12th doctor you are oh. matt smith and you are the doctor for real flown around there uh, there's a universe where that
1: exists I can uh, I I neither. Yeah, can but he lives or in organize. this one, so he doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> is in any way true. Excuse I have me. No is that idea. a
0: fez behind you? I don't. <laughs> nope, nope. Do but fezes are cool. On? Fezes are cool, and so are bow ties and stetsons. Mm. Stetsons, yes. Yeah, they're they're cool. But listen, I, the fact, Josh, I know you're not a big fan of of zombies. No, but I
1: I think it's so cute that you guys are. <laughs> I'm not but a
2: fan of zombies. I, I enjoy the the genre. I, I think The Walking Dead is a good show,
1: and I think me, it's a good it,
0: comic book.
1: I remember my first beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's not so much the actual zombies themselves. not that that's not the part that's excited to me. it's it's the humanity for. It's the fall of civilization. It's the not really necessarily the fearing the dead, but fearing the living kind of thing.
1: It's how people you're saying you're you're a fan of how.
0: Watching how horrible people turn people to savages? Are. Yeah. That's it, that's so cool.
1: You're a fan
2: of just how horrible people yeah. can be to one another. Do
0: you love Mad Max? Of course you do. Why? Because you when, love how awful
2: terrible dude. people are.
0: Okay. did you like this, this is the end? Of course you hey, did. Because you loved how awful. I need, people I need you got. to
2: rewind for two seconds because you brought up Mad Max. And A I didn't that comes see out it, on that so Blu- comes out on Blu-ray and DVD this Tuesday. And if you have not seen it, rent it. Uh Buy it honestly because it's it's a. Fantastic Mad Max was movie. a
1: redemption story, dude. Not it's not a story not, of how it's people not are. A, it's a
2: story about savages. It's a story about
0: redemption. This and heart- guy and love. Who no, no, but the 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 bad guys in that in the in that series are the worst examples of humanity. If you can, you have
2: one. You have one bad guy one. who uses one thing to control everybody else. You're you're right. in a dystopian future where water is scarce and the one guy who has it uses it to get whatever he wants.
0: It's and just like the Book of Eli.
2: The entire movie is about usurping and 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 getting rid of this bad bad guy and okay. lots of awesome explosions and desert storms and stuff happens. And honestly, it 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 honestly was my sleeper hit of the summer. It it was I was just talking about it with some friends today. It was very well done, very well acted. Tom Hardy's a badass. Charlie Stain is even more badass in that movie. It's it's worth your time. Rent it; I, it's I, fantastic.
0: I, I didn't see the movie, so I apologize for my terrible description. That's, That's a problem. So dude. see the movie I before just, you shoot I, listen, your I mouth just, off. I, yeah, I couldn't see everything.
1: Heartbreaking. in okay, okay, the fine. guy it's just you know, like the Nicholas, book of Eli, where it's Nicholas still one Holt bad guy. was fantastic in that. His, he was awesome in
0: that. Yeah, no. Li- listen, there the reviews were very positive. I was very skeptical for it. I just
1: it <clears> is Nicholas Holt, right? I, I'm saying that name right. Yeah,
0: yeah, we, Nicholas Holt. Uh, I just didn't get to see it, but I, I have to say the reason, and again, the reason I like The Walking Dead and the Fear of The Walking Dead so far is not the zombies themselves. I don't like watching somebody eat guts out of another person. It's watching the other people around him and how they react and how, you, really how you think not. you can yeah. survive for that.
1: No, since since we're sort of uh, since we've sort of moved off the topic of talking about Fear of The Walking Dead, and I'm sick of it anyway. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nicholas Holt is the the trailer for his new movie just dropped, and it's uh, uh it's called Kill Your Friends. <laughs> And it's basically a uh, not 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 a reboot, but it's it's a take on American Psycho placed in the 80s British rock scene. And it's I mean, I I watched it twice. It looks unbelievably good. And Nicholas Holt plays the, the 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 Patrick Bateman character. Yeah. Sign me up. That's awesome. That trailer is so cool. Right. That's right. It's. It, the dude looks cold. It looks interesting. And the the idea of getting to the top of an industry by murdering your way there is, is something that's going to play well on the screen, I think.
0: That's so cool. And the cast looks awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: I, 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 I'm I very interested. I'm going to check it out. I like him as an actor. I really do. Uh, I like the last scene is very American psycho-esque with him yeah. shirtless right. with
0: the blood splatter all over him um yeah i'm in sign me up that looks so when is do we know that says coming soon do we have a date so i don't then, i don't have a date all right that looks amazing we're gonna put the trailer the red band trailer uh in the show notes so you guys can can watch it with us It can to get pretty said that looks so cool there needs to be more movies like that or i don't know maybe you spare them out and make them special when they happen
1: but or really just anything british if there can you just be more british <laughs> things british. That's okay. Well, they have I'm most just,
0: of our superheroes, so it's all right. <laughs>
1: I'm just so much of an Anglophile. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Why don't you just anything? move there? Jesus. Or let's just do the podcast
0: then with British accents. And maybe I can't do a that. Are you kidding me? I was going to say maybe we get more people to listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can do everything in a British accent. So for, listen, I have a question there. If, if, you're, if you're listening to the podcast, you should turn it up. Take it all the way up to 11. I know what you're asking. Why not make 10 the loudest? Because your iPod goes to 11. That's a better way to do it. Your iPod technically doesn't have numbers. It just has a bar. What well, you gotta take your shit on it. Seriously. <laughs> like, why well, can't you just let the bit be its thing, mate? You can't like, well, even
2: you yell get... at me without it sounding like really nice and polite. I'm sorry. Well, yeah,
0: no, it sounds fantastic. It sounds like you listen, go die in a fire. It's okay. No one's no one ever cares. It's I'm just, like, you, you know what? what I does. should go die in a fire. Right there. It sounds oh my like, my good see it. like hey, listen, I'll bring <laughs> I'll bring some marshmallows, we'll have some chips and we'll just you know let oh it go. Oh my god, I love like, s'mores it would be great. Yeah. We'll have some, we'll have some um, fish sticks and custard, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> fish <laughs> fingers and custard. I think it'd be a good idea, no? All right, I'll stop there. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to do it one of these days. I'm just going to do an entire show, just in, a different, uh, just in a different dialect, just to be that guy. Anyway, that's my shenanigans for today. So speaking of shenanigans, I love these segues. They're phenomenal. Um, YouTube. I kind of announced that it's looking to change the way in which you kind of view your content in a way in which you kind of connect with, with creators. So uh, uh, this is pretty weird right now. We're kind of used to YouTube just having ads, uh, which you can skip or you play through them. Uh, it's it's good. It helps the content creators. So, I mean, if you see an ad, do you know, just suffer through it. Just, you know, let, let the person get the couple cents. And I mean, it's pennies uh, for the ad revenue. But what's great about YouTube right now is it's open and you can just find your favorite creator or just find any any video and watch what you want to watch. And YouTube is kind of saying that they want to split themselves into basically three services. One, which is traditional YouTube that you're used to now. One, which is behind a paywall connecting to premium content creators. And then the third is a music service also through a paywall. Um, what did you guys think of this? Because it's not official yet. It's just kind of what's floating around. What this did you guys the f- think of, of of this? This is the first I'm hearing
1: did? of it. It's the first I'm hearing of it. What's I mean? I put in the uh, I put it in the notes for you. Pay for pay for what though? Like what are we? So there's a couple things that they
0: want to do. They want to do renting movies, so you can actually rent movies on YouTube. But people also make uh, you know their own content and make short films, make movies. That they put on YouTube and if they're a popular content creator – so just for example, this isn't a a, a channel that's doing this. I'm just picking it out of my head. Let's just say Epic Rap Battles of History, right? If you want to get them, it's kind of like a sports entertainment package with a cable provider. If you want to get channels that are just like that, it's a monthly subscription and it gets you unlimited access to them with no ads and stuff like that. And then you can watch those content creators. So they're actually coming to people who are extremely popular on YouTube. And saying, you make high production videos, you make high production movies, and you put them on YouTube instead of going out other ways, come join us, come be part of our network, we'll put a paywall up like a Netflix subscription and people can watch all they want to. It's, nope. It's, that's a very rude
2: way of explaining it. It's a very broken down way. Listen, I'm not a uh fan of it, but here's the thing. I use YouTube for movie trailers and Geek and Sundry channel so I can watch Felicia Day and I can watch Will Wheaton Tabletop. And if I have to start paying to see that, I'm going to be a little upset. And then the only other thing I use it for is if I need to learn the lyrics to a song. Like if i want to learn well, the, I, if i if i want to learn the lyrics to straight out of Compton I'll, I'll put up a lyrics music video you just
1: back. don't you don't just go to like com or no because it because it usually has like it, it's like the bouncing like you remember those disney single. along no i channels? know but the problem like, is the youtube channel ones are just they're lyrics by you know some dude or whatever yeah, they're usually they're, spot
0: on i mean that's it, really it what easy lyrics me. is it's just crowdsourced lyrics yeah
1: right but it's usually funneled through more channels than some guy creating a youtube video my my big concern with this is and i don't use youtube for a ton of stuff but you know i think like epic mealtime is one of those hugely popular channels um that has a revenue stream created from the videos they've made and i i don't want to have to pay for that if i'm Bored, and I want to yeah. you know binge watch. That, that's the you thing know.
2: with Geek and Sundry too. They have a huge right. following. They have a huge ad fan, ad base, and ad revenue base already. I don't, let, I don't see why I should have to pay for that content. And, and if it's going to be
0: at that point, I'm going to be a little upset. And let me just be clear: the channels that we're mentioning, they're not officially saying that they're doing this. So oh, I just nothing's official. Well, no, right, and, right. I and, want, no, I don't want to get any red flags and get
1: angry at any content. Sure, creators. Ab- absolutely. I want to make it very clear that I'm not going to pay for Epic Meal Time. Right. So, so I, I don't like that they've announced that they're going to be charging people to watch Epic Meal. Time. So this is
0: all speculation, and this is what they said: basically, before the end of 2015, they're going to. La- so there's a service that's been in beta for for uh, 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 about a year now. It's called Music Key. And it basically is a premium music listening channel uh, through YouTube with not only behind-the-scenes footage but also music videos but then also the songs themselves. Some people uh, will go on to YouTube and just kind of treat it like their own personal Pandora. Uh, they'll treat it like their own Spotify. So people are trying to get around that and YouTube has been very strict people. with that. Who these people?
1: Do you like – no, there's, there's, uh, no,
0: there really some, are some people who get around – Some
2: people have movie theme song playlists that they may – assemble on youtube and listen to present company totally not excluded <laughs>
1: <laughs> so are, when you do that are you you're using your phone you're running youtube on your phone yeah some just pull people, up
2: youtube on my phone and pull up a
1: playlist and it plays i mean i, mean, I, I, to, I, a, I can't put my phone to sleep it's got to play to play the video but when i need a quick video or like somebody brings something up on a five-hour car ride and wants to watch something like i that that's that's when i use youtube on my phone, I, I'm almost—I would say 90% of the time that I use YouTube, it's in front of, it's at my desk or on my laptop. So I don't use it all that much. I can't—I I can't imagine people are tethered to their machines like because the functionality on mobile isn't that good. You got to think there's over a billion users. Yeah, they on outranked
2: YouTube. what? They outranked Spotify for music. Uh, they, yeah,
0: yeah. Seriously, for people people, using are, people it for who, music. People are using it really? in ways that yeah, seriously that are different than, than what you and I use it for. And what's weird about this is that you know Google really kind of tried to make the push for for Google Play music. Uh, and it it, it waned and waxed and some people use it. some people don't because Spotify and and RDO and Pandora and Apple music came out and it just became a lot easier to use than Google Play music unless of course you're a huge Apple uh, Android fanboy and, and you definitely are subscribed to that. Uh, But it's not their main focal point. But with over a billion people using YouTube, it's pretty easy for them to sustain, if they really wanted to, two subscription bases. It's kind of like when Netflix said, listen, we're going to do one for streaming and one for still getting DVDs to your house. And everyone was like, well, why would you do that? They're like, well, because we could. It's it's not, No,
2: The difference is Netflix was already a paid subscription to begin with, not like a free service that I could use. So the idea of I, I, saying, well, here's two different services now made
0: sense. Because no, because what I'm some saying people is that they could sustain one. it. They have a billion people. They can go ahead and experiment, and if they lose two percent of that, they're not gonna cry. You know, if they say, Okay, listen, that was a dud, let's go back to the way things were and you know, a couple of people are like, Well, screw that, I'm using Vimeo now. Uh, they're not they're not losing any content creators, they're not losing people that they couldn't live without. We'll see. So I just I thought it was interesting because to Josh's point too it's it's one of those things where I ha- I have a hard time paying for subscriptions for things you know I'm mooching off my brother's Netflix account I'm mooching off my brother's Hulu account I I'm finally paying for Apple Music and a music subscription service which took forever for me to get on board to that if you take YouTube in that equation I'm not heavy into it right now but I, that's a barrier for me and I, I'll go look at daily motion i'll go look at vmo i'll go look at another way to get my content out there you know if if it's going to be a little different uh, and you know i just i just know how you guys feel about it but what, what about the music part what if google's new uh, uh music key is is good enough that it would make you want to subscribe to that music service because josh you like try out every music service that's ever been out
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, once I settle on something I like, I generally stop trying. Um, it's, I don't,
0: it's $8 a month. It's ad free. It's got music videos and it's, it's got, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of artists because YouTube has a great relationship already with record labels. Hence why you can't use copyrighted movie uh, music in YouTube videos. So they got a large library. Would you try something like this out for eight bucks?
1: Uh, I would not because I can't. I don't I don't like uh, I don't like their app. I don't it, like it doesn't always like, you shut off your screen. It doesn't always continue working. I just don't I don't I don't like the app. So I probably wouldn't use the app for music because I don't want to have to keep messing with it.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, if they're going to use music key, it's got to be its own separate app. It like, is. I so I'd what, have to be able it, to put it, my phone to sleep.
0: Yeah, it's going to be its own standalone thing because they, they have a standalone Um. Or they did at one point have a standalone um, Android app, at least for maybe developers or something. It, it's like I said, it's been in beta for a year, so it's not it's it's not widely known. It's not a most popular platform, so I know they they got some things to work out for it. But mm, if it was hey. its own, if, let's just say it was. If they just said, "Hey, listen, what do, you know, what do our users want?" Google's usually pretty good at saying what do users want. And they would want their own app. It was a standalone app, kind of just like Pandora. Well, kind of just. Like I mean, I don't 8.
1: understand why branch off from Play Music. Well, I mean, Google's
0: restructuring themselves all around. That's that's why now we have this Alphabet company, which actually. No, owns I understand Google.
1: that, but Play Music is their is their music. App. Ah, it, it's it's whi- because it's not as widely
0: received as the brand YouTube. YouTube is a better brand than the Google Play brand.
1: Well, then why wouldn't they just call this? YouTube play music and it'd be the same thing.
0: Because I mean, just re putting a new name on it isn't gonna solve their issue.
1: Uh I don't know. Pass. <laughs> I can't I can't see it. I can't now, see it ever ever gaining. There's there's so many players in the game and and especially now Apple is just getting bigger and bigger in the music app. I don't see it ever jumping from Pandora Spotify, Apple. Okay. Google Play Music is not. Even among Android users, it's not all that popular. Right. So let's say let's say this. So so I think we
0: all agree veto on any kind of YouTube uh, music key program, right? That like I wouldn't pay for that. No. All right, Ryan. Nobody got time for that. All All right, cool. So let's say this. You, I mean, we guys have seen some amazing content creators like that Power Rangers. Uh, YouTube video that came out that was, cr- like, amazing production value. I saw
2: that fan-made Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yes.
0: was awesome.
2: Okay. Which was 18 minutes and had Jaleel White as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. For those of you who don't know, I'm talking to Melissa. Jaleel White. Steve Urkel. was Steve Urkel on Family
0: Matters, and he was very nerdy and stuff. So, let's anyway, say... Let's Let's say YouTube set, grabs some of those content creators and says, listen, we really love that Power Rangers you know, thing. I know a studio is not going to greenlight you to do it. Here's some money to go make your own, video, to go make your own feature. Here's a feature. And we're going to put it on our, subscri- our, our subscription-based you know, playlist here. Someone pays 8 bucks a month. They get access to it just like Amazon, just like Netflix. And it's made by the YouTube content creators. Would you, would you try something like that? Do you think that has a place in the market?
1: No. Well, I think it has a place. I wouldn't pay for it. But what I do see is it creating opportunity for some, you know, some really talented filmmakers. And in that case, you know, somebody who gets sponsorship to create a feature to do it could really could really stand out. The problem is that, you know, when that happens, you're creating a forum for anybody with a with a phone to try to make a movie. And that's that's it, dangerous. It's just a lot of content for content's
0: sake. It looks like, though, that it's not a – you can just put your shit on this service. You have to be invited. You have to be accepted to this kind of community in order to be L- part listen, of it. Listen,
2: um, about three, three years ago, in, in 2011 or 2012, YouTube said, OK, we're going to invest in certain people and certain ideas. And that's how you got all these like really popular channels like Geek & Sundry, like uh, Epic Mealtime. And they invested in them and, you know, were pretty much producers for these people who are now internet stars or, or producing internet content. And they pulled out about a year ago said, we're, we're not going to fund your stuff anymore. Is it because it wasn't profitable? I have no idea. But the only way I would be okay with paying for any of this is if that money were to go into those people's pockets to produce their show. I don't need to pay True. YouTube just for the pleasure of watching content that I've already. I, I that they're not using that money to make the content that I want. So it, it's it's really kind of I don't I'm I don't know I honestly don't know. It, it depends on how that that money gets used.
0: I think you bring up a good point because there's a very big misconception that if you have a couple hundred thousand or even a million hits on your on your channel or even just one video, that you hence are swimming in like a million dollars. And no, it's all, is, it's
2: all about ads when it comes yeah, to that yeah,
0: ad and, and the truth is even if you have an ad and you have a million views, you're still not getting a ton of money. YouTube takes a good cut out of that. So a lot of your favorite content creators – some of them are still doing this part time, or some of them are still just kind of doing something else to supplement their income. Now, on the other side of things, I know like PewDiePie made like what seventeen million dollars last year. He made four million. Four was it four million? I, I think whatever. it was just four. That's still he made. That, that's millions, still but, four million more but, than I have. But he is <laughs> like the literal <laughs> exception to the rule for that. I mean, he has put so much time and effort into that channel, growing, the, and that's his business. So it, you know, it kind of makes sense. But even very popular niche. YouTube creators aren't getting their money, so I think just like you say, Brian, if your subscription, you know, is going to support the artist directly, it's giving them the budget, it's doing that, and it's less money in YouTube and Google's pocket and more money in the content creator. I, I mean, the artist in me says that's that sounds good. That sounds like something I could get behind. It's it's the kind of like the philosophy behind title, but you know, without being you know assholes about it.
1: It sounds less like YouTube is is changing, and it sounds a little bit like they're just diversifying their brand into different, well, different tiers of entertainment. It, and I'd be willing to bet that there will be some content from all of these places available, and if you want all of the content, you'll pay for it. But it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to start shutting off pieces of what's been so good for so long. And just saying well from now on this is only available here I'm not crazy about it YouTube is you know it's everybody under everybody knows YouTube everybody goes to it for reference or entertainment or whatever and uh I just think that well, saying now we're gonna section off this content just doesn't make sense i I get you the you know
0: I forgot what I was gonna I forgot what I was gonna say could have been that good then? <laughs> Could have been that good. Can't remember what I was gonna say.
1: You going back to the Urkel thing, I will say this Carl Winslow made a cameo. Carl Winslow, I don't know the actor's name, but from Family Matters, <laughs> Carl Winslow made a cameo on an episode of Chuck, sort of reprising his role as yeah, the cop wow, from you're Die that Hard. far. Already. Hold on, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Chuck, yeah, uh, we made a deal. We I made a I deal. Know. And the uh, Lannister
2: always pays his debts, right? Josh <laughs>
1: Lannister always pays his debts. I, I, um, I finished up, uh, West wing. I think on Tuesday I started Chuck Tuesday night. Um, uh, so I'm five days later. I'm season two, episode 12. Wow. Good show, sir. Good show. It, 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 it's all It's all right. Laura likes it more than I do. Um, my brother-in-law Laura's Aaron, a smart person likes it a bit. It's, I, it's okay the acting is pretty shit and uh it's just she likes it because it's like scrubs it's pretty much the same thing <laughs> it's,
0: it's like scrubs
1: it is it's, it's like so i'm we watching see, this yeah, going yeah, yeah. this is scrubs it's just scrubs they're just it's the same formula so it, it it's it works it it, it gets better it, it gets a little different you're you're
2: that, the, um, the, no the, i'm i'm Adam it's Baldwin enter- is
0: just hilarious. Not Adam oh, Baldwin. He's so good. At me. No,
1: Adam Baldwin. No, is Adam, Adam Baldwin? He's, he's Adam Baldwin. He's great. He's so good. He's phenomenal it's, in that show. It's enter- Who's Adam Baldwin? Kevin Casey. Casey? Casey?
0: John Casey. John Casey? John Casey. John Casey? I'm thinking yeah, Kevin Casey's scrubs, Casey. right?
1: I'm more, at this point, just watching it for Yvonne Strahovski than anything. Yeah, I am like Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But it, it's, uh, and I, you know, fell in love with her on Dexter, and then, so this is just really cool. She's. I like her. She's really funny and she's she's entertaining. But the the main character, um, I just get like I just wanted to stop being such a puss all the time. <laughs> um, I liked it. I liked the gift shop girl from Scrubs as a main character.
0: Yes. She's um, from Everwood in my mind. She will always be from Everwood.
1: Well, she's gift shop girl. She's gift shop girl. Right. So, so first, listen, a, yeah. so now that you've
2: seen the show. I can tell yeah. you, I can tell you the story, um, because you you need to like the show. It's really important that you like the show to me, because that show is like eighty five percent of the reason why I uh, applied to be in our previous job.
1: Is it really? It, it is. That, so that is actually <laughs> the the inner the inner workings of that uh, that. Um, store are we just gonna just tiptoe around it do we not just want to say it do okay so, i don't know so, i don't know if you do i don't know okay, if you want to just i was a geek
2: squad agent we'll put it that way Um and that's why all i right. met these fine gentlemen
1: yeah and so um, the three of us the three of us worked at best buy and chuck chuck uh does not loosely parody best buy <laughs> it's it's spot it, on it's, it's, it's pretty the, it's freaking hilarious. accurate From everything from i was watching it with uh with Laura and with Aaron and and uh, you know the Harry Tang character gets promoted <laughs> and uh, they're like, is it like that? I'm like, I've seen it be like yeah, that. Like there's situations like where it's like that and um, the miscellaneous a lot of the,
0: crap that you can buy in there, like the cheese balls.
1: Not not just the miscellaneous crap, but like the the uh, miscellaneous activity <laughs> and the uh, how pretty much everybody's sleeping with everybody and it just <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm, this was 10, the you know, 10 of the last 16 years of my life. So I, I draw It's that is the most entertaining part of yeah. it for me is the dynamics that happen at work. And that's cool. A lot of the rest of it is sort of, I, you know, I'm just, I'm getting into it. It's entertaining. It's fun. I wouldn't call it um, a great show. It's probably not something I'm ever going to watch again, Aww. but it's, it's It's fun to watch right now,
2: So I was closing my third blockbuster when I started looking around for jobs because I figured three blockbusters, three strikes, I should probably find something else. Um, and my sister brought it up. She's like, hey, they're they're hiring if you if you got the job, you you could be Chuck. And I'm like, that that <laughs> sounds like the most amazing thing in the world. I want to be Chuck. So. It's hilarious
1: that not only that you that you applied for and got the job based on based on this show, but that you uh, you uh, very much your career emulated very much the, the the early couple seasons of Chuck. Yep. And well, who's who's the guy that holds this together? It's Brian. Brian. Brian <laughs> holds this this piece together.
0: <laughs> who
1: who do we go to when we need help? We get Brian. And it's just—I mean—I think it's hilarious, <laughs> um, but it—you uh, know—it's—it's it's cool and it's entertaining and it's fun. And I will tell you that from the probably the second episode, I went. Well, Brian likes this because it's him, <laughs> <laughs> and there and Laura's like, "What well, is Brian like that?" I'm like, at work, he yeah, he was kind of <laughs> like that, and I could see I. I could see him sort of peeing his pants in this situation. So, yeah.
0: And what's great, too, is kind of just like <laughs> Chuck, the cat to male ratio in his house is very low.
1: Very low. Very
0: low, ladies. So it's OK if you want to be the uh, corn dog girl in his life. So,
2: yeah, any any <laughs> CIA agents who want to download some secrets into my brain, I'm ready. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> is that an innuendo or is that just legitimately asked for You can for, take it oh, however you want. I, I'll, okay. I'll take either at this point. Uh I'll give you then a status report too then on my streaming life right now, Josh, because I am uh this close. I'm so close, I'm on episode twelve of season two of Deadwood. Um I am loving uh Swearinger's monologues and his dialogue. I think it's phenomenal. Yep. Uh I love that character so much. I um I, I gotta say I'm I'm having a real hard time getting into this show. I yeah I get the whole backdoor politics it wasn't that thing hard here. For me. See for me I get the whole backdoor. I got into it real fast. The the politics part isn't interesting to me and nothing's. Ha- I feel like nothing's happening or something's happening and I'm missing it. Like I, I feel like I'm I'm missing something. You are missing it. Um. So I may have to watch it again. Uh. But uh, I'm liking it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It just i I'm. I have to pour more effort into to getting through. Uh, what I need to get through. I'm hoping season three kind of helps me at the end of season two. <laughs> holy crap! By the way, like stuff. Yeah, don't happening. say anything. I'm not that far. Yeah, I know it's. Yeah, my I'm, my ears perked uh, up. I was. Amazed. I'm
2: at uh, C- season two episode two. I literally just started season two, but I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I think I, I think Timothy Oliphant is doing Timothy Oliphant things and Timothy Oliphanting everywhere because that's what he does. Um, <laughs> Wait, and I think he's I'm great. <laughs> uh, Swearingers. Swearinger is great. He's super. He's super so Al, intense. Al, he's got some he scenes is super where he's super intense. Al, Al Swearinger was
1: a. He was a for real. He was a for real character. He was a a real live person. Owned the Gem Saloon in Deadwood. Um, Seth Bullock was a real live person. I mean that. Yeah. It's it's a cool story. Uh, in real life, it's it's way better. Uh, on the screen and um, very much like Chuck with Brian in his life. <laughs> Al Swearingen, I'll tell you what, I mean, that's he's one of my favorite characters ever oh, written, man, ever he's created. He's so good. He's good and his he's got this obscene prose to his speech, and it, it couldn't have been played by anybody as well as it was played by Ian McShane. Yeah. No no one could have done that role better than he. And Timothy Oliphant really wasn't anything before yeah. Deadwood. Yeah, this was his I thing. Mean, I mean, you got Deadwood, and then all of a sudden he's got Justified, and now he's huge, right? Um, there was a Hitman movie in
0: there, too. He did Live
1: Free oh, Die man. Hard in between. Everybody hated that Hitman movie. <laughs> no, was, but he did Live Free Die Hard, which was good. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was good in that it had Kevin Smith in it. He that was in Gone in 60 Seconds as well with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. Was. With uh, Chris Edelson. Yeah, and Del, he was Delroy Lindo's partner. It was, right. yeah, fantastic. The, uh, this is not a show however that you can use as background noise no Uh, no if you are not watching it you will miss everything it's it's worse than you know frank underwood's monologues or or his little looks it's it's way worse you'll miss everything and um the my favorite episode of of uh maybe the entire series was uh late in season one it's the Title is Mr. Wu. It's the where you really start to see the interaction between Al and Wu. Yeah. yeah. And neither understands the other, <laughs> but oh, but, but they, yeah. and, and they have just this way of communicating that <clears throat> you can't do without great actors. Right. And, you you can't do without great writers and great directors and and everything. The perfect storm has to align to make it a scene really, like that. It really does, through. and I can't. I, I will say this. Um, and if Apple wasn't gonna give us an explicit rating before, they are now. Every time I say to my 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 brother in law, my, my uh, he's one of my best friends. Every time I say to Aaron, um, no, I'm I'm in. I can't do this. I'm in San Francisco that week. Every time I say San Francisco, he says cocksucking. Every single time. Every time. Then this, is for, this is for the past year. Every time I say San Francisco, that's what he says, and he says it in Woo's voice. And then we have to go on a back and forth. <laughs> we have to go on a back and forth for five
0: minutes about Wu and Al. Let, let, me, let me just get some context because I know a couple of people are like, I don't get the inside joke here. The, uh, Wu, the character Woo, speaks zero English whatsoever. Uh, and uh, Al, obviously, doesn't speak any Chinese whatsoever. So they deal with, like, pictures and drawing hand gestures and just repetitive words. And one of them is San Francisco cocksucker.
1: So it's Wu so who said it in in it was in episode 10. It was in Mr. Wu. He says it the first time. And Al says, yeah, I'm, I'm particularly proud I taught you that phrase. <laughs> it's, it's, I laugh. I laugh like a, a giant laugh every single time I chuckle. It's yeah, just it's a great Brian. You're in for every some every scene that he's have.
0: in, especially in season two. You can't you can't do anything else. You just pay attention to him. He yeah. doesn't even have to say anything. You're watching him in the room. Your eyes are glued to him. No matter what, you're looking for anything that he can get. And uh, that's the part of the show that I absolutely love. If you guys are, are big listeners to the show, you've heard us talk about this too. I, I encourage you guys to watch these shows as well and give us your feedback. Tell us what episodes you're on. I Watch these shows. They're really great. Uh, it gets you in on the inside jokes too, so I know it makes your podcasting experience uh, a little more enjoyable. Uh, Mike Nasser, finish your other shows before you dare start another uh, let's just first. How many start, shows
1: is NASA watching right now? Uh,
0: not enough. He, he keeps wanting me to watch Peaky Blinders, which I will watch, but I have a whole lot of other stuff. i am I'm I'm, I'm I'm caught up on Peaky Blinders. Uh, so there you go, Mike. Now, can you please watch Avengers or was it Man of Steel? Watch Man of Steel. You haven't watched it yet.
1: Why um, did they kill the second movie? They didn't kill movie.
0: it. Second movie, what?
1: Man of Steel. They didn't kill it. It turned into Batman v Superman. Yeah. That's it. It wasn't. They weren't. They weren't going to make a second one. They. They're still going to make
2: a second one, but they're 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 reworking their entire
0: structure. My right question now. is:
1: this week there was this past week there was all kinds of buzz about they killed this movie. Specifically, they killed this movie.
0: Yeah, there will probably be a
1: documentary about it too, right?
0: I don't know
2: why. I don't know if if maybe they're trying to just get through Justice League before they do a Man of Steel sequel. No, they also just... greenlit three Batman movies this week too. Because they, nice. the, the story goes, they had a private screening nice. of Batman v. Superman, and there was a standing ovation, and everybody loved it, and then they went and killed Superman and <laughs> said, well, let's do three more Batman movies there you um, go. with Ben Affleck, with Batfleck as uh, as Bat- Batman. So, I mean, I, I think it's going to be cool as far as, far as if we're going to talk about this real quick, um, I, I think Ben Affleck, Batfleck, Batman movies, I'm, I'm on board, especially since he's writing it with jeff johns he's going to write the first one so oh that's cool it,
1: yeah since we hadn't managed to stay on topic about anything the whole podcast i figured i figured i'd bring just this so everyone up. knows i'm gonna make the show
0: notes later and be like i don't know what the fuck we talked about
1: cj had cj had three topics and we've discussed i think 24 there's like things. 24 things yeah yeah um, show
0: notes are gonna be like we talked
2: a lot figure it out for yourself witty banter Ha <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I I have to I have to do a little bit more research. Maybe I'll have some more answers next week about why uh, there's no buzz around Man of Steel two, or if they decided to kill just it for to hype these
0: Batman movies. Batman I don't know. versus Superman, by saying they killed Superman too,
2: or if the rumors about Doomsday being in Batman v Superman are true, maybe oh, there won't be, be a awesome. Superman by the end of that movie. Who knows? I don't know. We'll
1: Where's see. Max Landis right now? right well, I was movie. just gonna say. I, I so I introduced. Uh, I introduced a few more people over vacation to Max Landis, and and we watched, <laughs> we rewatched wrestling isn't wrestling. We rewatched, so uh, the death of Superman lives, and we we watched uh, regarding Clark. Uh, all three, all of these
0: links, by the way, will be in our show notes. You need to stop listening to this show. Yeah, I'm actually telling you to stop.
1: Watch Max Landis. Max Landis is is the writer of Chronicle, and and obviously he's, he he's written other things. He's the son of John Landis, who's a uh, brilliant and, and incredibly famous uh, horror thriller director directed the, the thriller m- music video that Michael Jackson did. Um, but Max Landis is incredibly articulate and creative and has these YouTube videos that are long. It's like 20, 20 minutes, minutes, 20 minutes plus uh, and entertaining the entire and funny. And if you if you blink, if you look away, you're going to miss something. You're going to miss a little a little nod or a little joke or here and there and i mean it's just it's good it's funny it's entertaining and it gives you a great deal of context about these topics that you wouldn't normally have otherwise and background it's just really cool
0: and probably an artist that maybe i would uh you know go behind that uh, subscription wall and uh you know and pay for to uh, to watch you know uh,
2: as as long as we're talking about max landis i watched one of his videos what was really funny he, he – you're right. He's so articulate. He's so engaging that yep. uh, he's at a, a panel somewhere and someone asks him, you know, are, where where did the guys in Chronicle get their powers? They go into this cave and all of a sudden they have powers. It's never really explained, you know, what, what happened. And he tells the story. And he's like, well, you know, I always thought in my mind and, and, and the way I want it because we were going to do, you know, a set of movies and this is where we're going to go and we're going to eventually explain that. Uh, and he tells a story about this, like, ancient algae that's existed since prehistoric time. And and sometimes, like, because it, it, it's living and it sends <laughs> out these spores to get food and get drones to get it food to bring it back to the core of the earth because it's still living down there. And, you know, he, he goes on for, like, 15 minutes. And he's like, and that's, you know, really doesn't matter because it doesn't matter where they got <laughs> their powers from.
0: <laughs> and
2: I'm like, I, I fucking believed him throughout that entire thing. I, I was like, Yeah, do that movie. <laughs> Damn
1: it. <laughs>
0: um, so listen, there's 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 so uh, you're absolutely right. We're absolutely scattered today just because there's there's I don't know, our brains are just firing off and they get synapses today. I, I think we've had a good conversation. Uh what I'll say is this, we definitely uh, I, I wanna know what you guys are watching too. So if there's something that needs to be on our streaming list, you know, definitely please uh let us know. Or YouTube um, watch list. Yeah, just tell us what we should be watching. What what topics do you want to hear on the show? Well, I, I definitely want to make sure that you uh, that you can go ahead and, and get your feedback in there.
1: Yeah, hit us up on Twitter at that kind of nerd. Uh, I mean, you can ping us individually. Obviously, I'm I'm at jnubs572. Um, we want to hear from you. We also uh, we need you to to get on iTunes, give us a rating and a review. Get on Stitcher if you're an Android user. Give us a rating and review. Uh, we want your feedback. Uh, if there's Something that you want to hear or see, put that in there. Um, but the best way you can support us right now is ratings and reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And then obviously hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think. Uh, when you see our stuff on Facebook, share it out, uh, comment on it. And uh, you know we really enjoy doing this and we want more feedback so we can continue to improve.
0: Alright, so thank you so much for making us your drive to work, your walk around the neighborhood. I can't thank you guys enough for all the support that you give us. Uh, I want to remind you guys to go to audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd uh, and get the pick of the week for your free audiobook and free 30 day trial with Audible. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash that kind of nerd, uh, which again is just a fantastic way to support the site, help us uh, to keep the content coming and make fantastic shows for you. So, guys, thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for listening.
1: I remember my first beer.
0: Well, let's just do the podcast then with British accents, and maybe we'll get more I was gonna say maybe we we'll get more people to listen.
1: There, and Laura's like, What is Brian like that? I'm like, at work? He yeah, he was kinda like that. And I could see, I, I could see him sort of peeing his pants in this situation. So yeah. Two minutes. Josh filler, play me off. Then